Good morning, this is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Hello, kids, and welcome to season three and episode, again, I'm going to guess, 237 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. Yeah, 230 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryomedia Network. Yeah. (laughs) Today, recording day, is Thursday, October 26, 2023. And uh, again, I can't tell by the sky. I'm going to have to start looking at the weather report again, what the weather is going to be like here. But uh, based on what my beaver sweetie showed me on his phone the other day, uh, it's pretty much going to be rain for the next six or seven days. Here in the nation's capital, it is currently 16 degrees. Oh. It will be a sunny day. Oh. It's going to be a high of 20. Uh, The same thing for tomorrow and Saturday, and then Sunday it's going to go to five and be miserable and raining for the next rest of the year, I think. (laughs) 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 I'm your host, the eager beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beavery. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. We have a Thursday morning nibble for you. But before we do anything else, let's ask Mr. Grizzly how he's doing, because I see the temporary title here has a new back. I, mentally speaking, I'm really good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really am. Hang on a sec. I've got stuff going on here. I guess I'm quite pixelated at the moment, apparently. Uh, so yep. I understand what people are saying. Yeah, okay, so give me a sec here while I close some things in the background. Our old pal Jake would be proud. Pixel Paul. (laughs) This is true. This is true. And that guy can point. That works out a little bit better. And that guy can point. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the Halloween font. It's called the spooky font. So, yeah, no, I am mentally, I think I'm pretty good. My back is hurting. I'm in a lot of pain, which is, that's a daily thing with me. It's called getting older. It's like when you go to see the doctor and, hey, doc, um, my back hurts. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> so can you do anything about it? No, not really. But so it's just going to hurt. Yeah. Why do you think old people are so angry? <laughs> Speaking of old people. I saw this tweet earlier, and and I read this to Mr. Beaver just before we started because I thought it was funny, and I'm going to read it to you now. I read this to Bridget, and she was like, stop saying those things. (laughs) I just learned that the cast of Friends is now the same age as the Golden Girls when they first started, and I'm not okay. What is this place? (laughs) And then, of course, there's this, which I think is just hilarious because (laughs) it, it spells it out. We are now as far away from the 80s as the 80s was from the 1940s. Hey, 
That movie, <laughs> love that movie. Is now, Viggo Mortensen is now older than Ian McKellen was when The Lord of the Rings began filming. Yeah, that one knocked me on my butt. How about the new spinoff? <laughs> how about the new spinoff? Maybe something like Old Friends or how about, I got Golden Friends. Golden Friends, that's the new spinoff. <laughs> 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 golden friends not golden showers we're not going there that's weird that's oh, for hotcage.com oh. we don't <laughs> terrible cut this morning ah pod cage i love it our favorite site we recommend you not to go to <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go. Don't, don't go. Don't go. We don't even know if it exists. Just don't go. Don't even, don't even Google it. You know what? Uh, oh, you just reminded me of something that happened yesterday. One eight hundred jug meat. Yes, yes. We <laughs> need to show that because oh, I laughed so. Me hard. too. Because okay, politicians always have that veneer, right? Or often, it's very rare to get a politician in an actual genuine moment. And, I'm sorry, but Merritt Stiles' reaction was just so freaking adorable. It really was. <laughs> I'm trying to find it here. Oh, my God. It was brilliant. And the thing is that it's obvious that it was authentic, right? <laughs> oh, yes. So this is, a, this is another own goal by the conservatives. And this is... A, a provincial parliament here in Ontario. I'm going to show you this clip and it just speaks for itself. If you haven't seen it, we're going to get right into it this morning. Have a look at this, kids and cubs. This is just, it's a thing of beauty. And you know what else you can do? Call your friend in Ottawa, Mr. Singh, Jagme, 1-800-JAGME, and say, remove taxes from carbon taxes because that'll help put more money back in people's pockets. And welcome to 1-800-FREE-SEX. If you are a man seeking a woman, press 1. If you are a woman seeking a man, press 2. If you are a man seeking a man, press 3. 3. If you are a woman seeking a woman, press 4. 3. I did call it. It's a sex line. Oh, no. <laughs> I would hope that they didn't know that was the case. And you know what else we can do? Call your friend. <laughs> Okay, you, you know I'm, I'm I've been crushing on merit for you know a while. Yep, that reaction was just like, this <laughs> <laughs> just like, Whoo! that was as genuine as it gets. Yeah. yeah. Oh my word! It, and, it was adorably priceless, pricelessly adorable. Oh, and you, you know what the worst part is? Because his name is written in Jagmeet, and I make the, the mistake often because I'm reading from notes, but it's pronounced Jagmeet. Jug meat. But as he said, like, he actually said jack meat, which sounds like a lot like jack meat, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, I know. It just <laughs> got deeper and darker. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show. Next time, perhaps try that number before. <laughs> yeah. So... Paul Calandra, the, the gift that keeps giving. Well, if you look at the number, it's, I'm not going to repeat the number, but if you literally spell it out and the number comes up, that is the number he dies. Yes. So genuine. 1-800-JUGMEAT happens to be, what's the name of the word that's, words that are like sound, they're spelled differently, but they sound the same. Homophones. Yes, <laughs> it's, homophones. Yes, yeah. it's the exact thing as 1-800-FREE-SEX. So there's three uh, letters for almost all those every numbers, right? So lots of combinations. So the the number for those of you who care to dial it is one eight hundred five two six three three eight. No one eight hundred five two six, and I'm spelling it out J A. Oh, so it's five two J A G five two four. It was written on uh, the screen. 6338. If you dial it, that is the number you will get. And it's a number for free sex. And here at the True North Theater Beaver, we're all for free beaver. 
We're all about the love. We're all about the love. Free the beaver. Free beaver. Free the beaver. Free the beaver. Oh, there's another joke in there. <laughs> Free the beaver. Okay, so <laughs> the other joke and why Mr. Beaver was doing that with his mug. Uh, Bridget woke up this morning and, and she was in a panic. And, and she realized, oh, God, oh, no, it wasn't real. It was a dream. She dreamt that Douglas, Mr. Beaver, was in jail in the Kingston pen. But they, they were letting him podcast from the penitentiary. So when she told him that just before we went live, he's like the mug against the jail bars, the, the jailhouse bars. So that's what he was just doing a second ago. And that's why he's laughing so hard. I picked a hell of a day to wear stripes. <laughs> in, in, in KP, it was green. It was green. Uh, you wore a green jacket and green pants. If you were working, otherwise you wore civilian clothes because... It's a federal pen. In federal penitentiaries, you don't wear a jumpsuit. You you wear whatever you want. Oh, oh man. Oh. Hey, don't I, I know this because I worked there. Okay. No, I, I didn't think... serve time. My goodness. I'm... No. I'm thinking of the cup. And remember that Randy uh, Rainbow video? Donald in the John with boxes. <laughs> yeah, he's... he's just like sitting there. Think of his ass in a bright orange jumpsuit. Banging a rusty, t banging on <laughs> bars with a rusty tin cup. <laughs> and speaking of him, apparently he got uh, fined ten thousand dollars now for yes. violating the gag, the order. gag order yet again. The same judge, same clerk. I think Cole referred to the clerk under his breath as being highly partisan, and I think the judge said, "Don't do it again." I think that was like literally words in there. Don't do it again. Because I keep on saying you keep on threatening to throw his soft, ample orange ass in jail if he violates the things, but you'd never actually do. Now, do you? Maybe if you did, he would stop. Um, but he's been more disciplined than, than you would think because the gag orders have been very narrow. And a lot of the mm -hmm. gag orders said you can't insult my clerks or whatnot like this, but it says they don't say you can't ins insult the Department of Justice or the judge itself. So all of a sudden, he's still making his attacks. But he is making them against the people he's still allowed to making them. So this one was a slip that he lost his patience in there. Of course, I'm sure having having to hear Michael Cohen testify probably meant that he had trouble staying in his seat. Mm. <laughs> he tends to get a little animated when he, he's not allowed to talk and he thinks it's his turn. And since there's only room for one star in the sky, it's always his turn, right? <laughs> If he's not talking, I'm bored. When's it my turn again? So him having to actually sit in the courtroom while other people talk about him, his favorite mm -hmm. subject, and he can't say anything, must kill him. Mm -hmm. And then it seems that not only that happened, but federal prosecutors are urging the judge to reinstate the Trump gag order, citing comments about ex-chief of staff. So that came out yesterday in the Associated Press. That's probably not good. In the motion filed Wednesday night, special counsel Jack Smith's team encouraged Chutkin to put the restrictions back in place. There were some restrictions that were temporarily lifted or something. And I uh, said, nope, he doesn't deserve them clearly. So slap him back on is what Jack Smith is asking for. And then in the big news, which fortunately for me, I had a busy evening, so I didn't get time to go deep in. But I woke up this morning to find out, according to ABC News, ex-chief of staff Mark Meadows granted immunity tells special counsel he warned Trump about 2020 claims. Say sources. Mm. So the one guy who went underground during all this and said nothing, who actually listened to his lawyer in all of this, the one everybody's wondering, did he flip? Did he not flip? And everybody saying, oh, yeah, he would flip. And then Trump kept on sending those messages. Oh, yeah, Mark Fernandez would never flip. He's a good guy. He's a team player. The, all those little messages. Yeah, he flipped. <laughs> and it seems that Trump was trying until the, the last end, last bit. Trump here on from the Hill camp headline. Trump says he doesn't think Meadows would take immunity deal, quote, after being hounded like a dog. So it seems that there was a whole campaign to try and find, like, where's Mark Meadows so he can uh, 
put some influence on him and he wasn't really founded. He wasn't really found. So yeah, quote, I don't think Mark Meadows would lie about the rigged stolen. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I don't think Mark Meadows would lie about the rigged and stolen 2020 presidential election merely for getting immunity against prostitution. I'm running for president to get the immunity from prosecution. That's my shtick. He can't take my shtick. That's my shtick. But when you really think about it, after being hounded like a dog for three years, told you'll be going to jail for the rest of your life, your money and your family will be forever gone, and we're not all interested in exposing those that did the ringing, some people would make that deal, but they are weaklings and cowards, and so bad for the future of our failing nation. I don't think that Mark Meadows is one of them, but who really knows? And again, whenever Trump refers to anything America, replace it with the word me. So mm. some people would make that deal, but they are weaklings and cowards and so bad for the future of our failing nation really means some people would make that deal, but they are weaklings and cowards and so bad for the future of me. <laughs> mm. You are not America. L'État ne sait pas ce n'est pas toi. <laughs> <laughs> this is not America. No. I love that song. David Bowie. And Pat Metheny. Love. Yeah, from the film The Falcon and the Snowman. Yep. yep. Great love, film. Love that song. Love that song. Who was in that? It was Sean Penn. And who was that? Sean Penn was a, like the co-star of the film. Uh, I, mean, I don't remember that. Timothy Hutton, thank you. I knew it was Timothy. I, I wanted to say Meadows, but Meadows is not just because Mark Meadows is on my screen. Oh. Timothy Hutton, yes. I Timothy didn't Hutton. remember. Laurie Singer, who was the, uh, yep. in Footloose, was also in that. Yeah. Yeah, she was in that. She was the girlfriend. Dorian Harewood was in that. I'm trying to think of the rest of it. That was a great film. Mm. If you, Kits and Cubs, if you've not seen the film, The Falcon and the Snowman, find it, seek it out. It's a true story, of course, a Hollywood yep. true story. So how much poetic license they took, we don't know. But a uh, very entertaining film, and Sean Penn is quite brilliant in it. Yep. Sean Penn being Sean Penn, Oscar-worthy performance in the film. Yep, it's based on a 1979 book called titled The Falcon and the Stowman, A True Story of Friendship and Espionage by Robert Lindsay. Mm -hmm. And it tells the true story of two young American men, Christopher Boyce and Andrew Dalton Lee, who sold U.S. security secrets to the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Gee. And here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. When you read the book or watch the film, there's a really good chance you're going to be agreeing with them for what they did. There's a really good chance you will watch it and go, you know what, I'm in complete agreement with what they did. I know they committed treason. I know that what they did was wrong. I know, but I agree. You, you will find yourself agreeing with what uh, the main character did. And it, it's, it's <laughs> just watch the movie or read the book. Either way. Yep. Yep. It's Absolutely. worth your while. Oh, that, sir, is, that's exciting. Yes. I, hell. This yep, is, that's this for is, the Easter egg. Okay. That's okay. for the Easter egg. You got it. Thank goodness you told me that because I was about to put it on the screen. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Because it's really good delicious. news. It's so Ooh, delicious. I like what you did there. So I delicious. I like what you did there. So, Kids and Cubs, as we, after we interviewed the director, back in, when was that, June or July or something like that? I think so, yeah. Golden Delicious is now available on Apple TV, Cineplex, Prime, Google Play, Kojiko, Rogers, Bell, Shaw, and Telus. And I hate that I just gave a shout out to all those companies that I, I that, Right <laughs> now they're helping a friend. But they're helping a friend, so yeah. <laughs> so it's there, kids. Your eager beaver cannot recommend highly enough. Cannot recommend highly enough. Checking out Golden Delicious. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, the we font. have some groovy graphics, yes. That's yeah, the spooky font. So my dogs are goth, just to let you know. We are in the province of Ontario. I am in Canada's capital. Ottawa, Ontario. I'm I in the former in capital. Town, and he's in the former capital, K-Town, Ontario. I am literally 1,000 meters from the Centennial Flame. I live in downtown Ottawa. Mm -hmm. So you if you're curious, that's where we are. But we try to do coast to coast. 
Yes, we do. We, we really try to make an effort. And we have we have folks from different parts of the country that will drop in and join us from time to time. We've had we have a friend in Yellowknife who we're going to. Re- she was in the UK when we first connected with her, and we hope to connect with her again in the near future. We have friends in Newfoundland, uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Quebec, of course, throughout mm-hmm. Ontario, uh, Alberta, New Br- uh, Alberta, uh, Saskatchewan, and uh, British Columbia. We don't have a correspondent in Manitoba yet, although. Cassie, our, our favorite farmer in the world, Cassie, may join us for a show in the near future. We're 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 trying to convince her to come come aboard at some point in time. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's it, it's very casual. Oh, it's hey, very casual. Um, hey, my dogs are goth. I will be in Calgary in a few weeks, actually visiting uh, a very dear friend. Yep. Yep. All right. Maybe we'll get to some news. <laughs> Yeah, we've been chatting. Actually, oh my goodness, it's seven thirty. We should get to some news. Yes. Well, please, we sir. we did get to some news. You know, Trump's getting his, and that's always a good day. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw somebody say, "I almost feel guilty for enjoying this so much," and they keep on saying, "Guilt's a useless emotion, kids. Don't feel guilty. This is just your return on investment." If you watched like most of the last six years, like this. Uh, yeah. through fingers while <laughs> covering your eyes this is the time again i keep on saying to grab the popcorn put double triple butter grab it no napkins let it be on those fingers just lick them if it goes down your arm <laughs> you've earned this <laughs> all right don't feel guilty that justice is actually being done <laughs> especially when they had it coming all right also, in the meth lab below us, it seems that the Republicans finally found an election denier they can agree on to be speaker. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, because Mr. Emer, who was uh, in the running, I don't even think, lasted 24 hours before he pulled out. It's, oh, gee, you're already gone. We hardly knew thee. <laughs> Who's next on the conveyor belt? But yes, they found this guy with the most generic name possible, Mike Johnson, who's, yes, really, Mike Johnson, Mike Johnson. Yes, the jokes write themselves. A little-known congressman from Louisiana, he was uh, elected House Speaker. The day before, they had a conference to pick out who their candidate would be, and they all stood together and says, we've got unity, yay! And I was sitting there thinking, you guys better mean it this time, because if you just made this whole big thing, like celebrating the fact that we picked a candidate who could, we picked it, they celebrated, we picked a candidate that maybe we hope we can get 217 votes for speaker like they had just signed a new health care deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they had so, almost like they didn't bring out the dancing girls and acrobats for a party <laughs> in the Rose Garden, or if the roses are back, that is, after what Melania did to them. Mm. So... They got this guy. Now this guy is, he got all 220 votes. So they did follow through when they said unity, they meant it. I think they were getting a lot of pressure because there was a lot of comments from other conservatives going, I'm getting calls and people going, what's the deal with conservatives? So I think enough people got mad and enough people called and said, what the hell that they finally said, okay, this is the last one when we got to make it happen. We've pushed this as far as we can. So if the strategy was to allow this to go out the 45 days so the continuing resolution could fall apart and they, that there would be no budget, and then they could turn around and say, oh, it's not because we couldn't vote for the budget. It's just that we're a mess. <laughs> it's quite a statement to say you would rather like the entire nation believe that you actually are a hot mess who can't elect a speaker to govern yourselves rather than the people that would intentionally tank the country's economy. But that's where we are we'll come to 2023 and down we go (laughs) so yeah this guy took him just one round of voting they did do what they were supposed to do and that puts the end to three weeks of infighting and legislative paralysis i don't know if he has that same provision that mark meadows has that the vote of only one person can trigger this whole process to take them out or whether they added a few extra strengthening measures to make sure they can't dispose of them as easily as they did meadows this is not meadows sorry mccarthy kevin yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. i mix them up oh, they're really all interchangeable at this point really this guy freaks me out though he's a religious zealot Yep, that's the thing here, right? He he actually said, he actually pulled a little bit of a rickroll. The challenge before us is great, but the time for action is now, and I will not let you down. 
never gonna leave you up, never gonna let you down. Um, <laughs> so he's a social conservative and deeply religious. Johnson has a record of opposing, of course, abortion and LGBTQ rights. Yay! Of course, because why not be a stereotype? And landed a personal endorsement from former President Donald Trump after everyone else he endorsed before that has <laughs> met with a terrible fate because he still thinks he raids. Ah, they don't like you, Donnie. They don't is, like is, you. Is they he keep gonna... on hoping you'll take the hint, but you won't go away and they don't have the balls to get rid of you, but they don't like you. Is he going to take back America? David Parker wants to take back Alberta, and I keep mm -hmm. saying, who's he taking it back from? And I came to the realization that he doesn't want to take it back from anybody. He wants to take it back to the 1930s. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. I tell you. So, yeah. I Oh, and the guy that they had before, Emer mm -hmm. or Emmer or whatever, he was the House Majority Whip, and he was on the Financial Services Committee, and Shades of Scott Moe. He had two DUIs, then mm. sponsored legislation to lower the legal penalties that the legal penalties that faced accused that drunk drivers faced. How peculiar! So let me see if I get this right. I know I committed that crime, but I'm going to change the laws around that crime so I can't be, you know, guilty of the crime that I committed because I think it's terrible that people who are drunk and drive harm another human being should be held responsible for their actions. Is that what I, he's saying? And I, I, and I learned that after I did it and suffered no consequences yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, and this Mike Johnson guy, because he's such a great guy, right? Because he opposes abortion LGBTQ rights. You know what the other thing that he's not really cool with? What's that? The Endangered Species Act. Very much involved in the party's efforts to overhaul the Endangered Species Act. So let's, basically what he's saying is, fuck those species that are on the, the, the edge of, of death and, and, yep. and disintegration, because we got to drill for oil. Makes you feel good about your grandparents, doesn't it? <sighs> All right. Moving on. You, you ever want to just slap somebody? <laughs> yes, every damn day. I want, to, I want to slap a lot of people. I don't do it, but wanting to is different from doing it. I choose to giggle instead. Mm. <laughs> Here's a giggle for you here quickly. Here's a giggle for you. This will be a giggle. I know it's early, but I was in the Walmart the other day. And although I didn't see this in the Walmart, I, I, I did see Christmas decorations in the Walmart. It's We haven't even had Thanksgiving. Uh, sorry. Halloween yet, and, and yep. they've already got them up. But I thought that was quite adorable. Oh. The Christmas decorations. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay, let's see. What else have we got? Well, yesterday, if you've been on the network, there was a really interesting conversation between most Dean Blundell moderated it between Max Fawcett and David Parker of Take Back Alberta. I have to say the conversation was actually could listen to it and not I still thought Parker, in a lot of reasons, was full of shit. But I also understood better where he's coming from in certain things. There are certain things that I could see where you're coming from. I, I don't agree with your prescription at all, and I don't agree to where, where you're taking it. But hey, look, I, I, I agree with I can the fact see that he wants right. people to vote. I yep. agree with that. More people involved. should vote. Yep, yep. And he's using the system within it. Yes. I still think he's an ignorant, ill-informed crackpot. We're doing the same thing. But we're not lying about stuff. No, but we're doing the same thing. You know, democracy sometimes you do get in there, vote mm -hmm. for leadership rights, grow, go for your school boards, go for, put your body oh. in the way. So that part we have no problem with. We have no problem with. That's, that, that's fine. Yes. But, but it's the thing that David Parker does, I've noticed in that interview and uh, that conversation, is that when Max was coming and hitting him with actual points, actual verifiable facts. Yes. Because he would engage him a little bit. And then when Max, uh, you know, try to debunk one fact or one or yeah, but and then Max would come up with a second layer of facts, right? He started with the first layer and it had something that he would bite on. Pardon me. Oopsie. Didn't have time. Yep. Didn't have time to get the sneeze button there. And then he would come with the second layer. And then what David Parker would do is if you believe those facts. Type thing, like just dismissed, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the reality you believe, or or something like that, and then just but not explain afterwards 
why those facts that were said were not part of reality. Well, he would just dismiss it and then move out and move on. Yeah. And that was the one thing I, I wish in that when he did that, either Max or Dave would have turned around and said, oh, no, let, let's unpack that. It's like, why do you believe, why, why did you say that? Because he's allowed when he gets put in the corner like this and he can't go anymore and he knows it. He's smart mm -hmm. enough to know. He doesn't keep debating an issue round and round and round circle with someone. When he's cornered, he'll move to the next one. Let's get him on the show so we can paint him but, into his own corner. But he brushes, but he brushes it off. Yeah, like this, and we have to turn around. Well, well, wait a minute. You just said that's just like what I think my reality. Well, what is it about my reality? How are those things connected to my reality? And how is it not reality? Let's unpack that. Let, let's go there. Yes. So that was his tactic. Uh, I noticed yesterday. The other thing in that conversation, though, is like Max was absolutely correct it's, it's the whole thing is the victimhood well, equal, the, the equalization discussion was the best one on that was the perfect one on that because he literally is david parker is been soaking in the myth alberta mythology mm -hmm. for so long that he does not know any other reality. So when everybody's telling him a reality other than the one that he's been indoctrinating, like Madge, he's been soaking in it, like Palmolive, this, he can't reckon, it, it is not his reality. But it is true that if equalization stopped tomorrow, nothing would change for Albertans. It is true that equalization it's not provincial money that nobody that anybody pays into. It's just regular tax revenue that goes to the federal government. And the federal government says this portion of tax revenue we will not keep for ourselves. We will give back to provinces, but we will mm -hmm. distribute it. CPP contributions. It is true mm -hmm. that yeah. people from Alberta leave Alberta because yeah. they're there temporarily and they go and live in other provinces. It is true that the residents of Alberta are younger people. Mostly mm -hmm. that have come in from other province to live there for a couple of years while they work the oil in those hard jobs and then go back. These are actual facts. He doesn't recognize them when he's saying he doesn't benefit from equalization. All those equalization dollars that go into all those provinces like the Maritimes, where those people get educated enough to come to Alberta to work those big rigs. Mm -hmm. That's your equalization dollars at work, Alberta. You get it back. Yeah. You just don't like the way you get it back. It's like you could have good education throughout the entire country that gives you a pool of people that are educated throughout the entire country that could come in Alberta, or you can spend that just in Alberta and hope that, pardon again, <coughs> hope that the 5 million people in Alberta will be enough to meet all your needs. And if they don't, then you have to pull from other provinces that don't have as good an education system because there was no equalization. So therefore, maybe the candidates are not of as quality. You benefit. You well, benefit a lot. Did you, I don't know what, at what point you tuned into the show. I, I watched all of it. Oh, okay. So you were there from start to finish, as was I. His whole bit about how take back Alberta is not a religious thing. We have members who it are agnostic. I'm like, we have members who are, are, are agnostic. We have members. I'm like, yeah, I've heard your speeches, you lying piece of shit. No. You're a hateful fucking asshole. I've heard matter. your speeches. It doesn't matter if they're members of different religions. The fact that there are different members of different religions that you can name at least one from different religion that happens to be associated with your organization doesn't still mean that your organization is. Melissa Lanceman is Jewish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the House of Commons, she gets up all the time saying, oh my God, because I'm Jewish. Like this, but she is still working for a Christo-fascist organization. Period. Period. You don't have so, to So be is white. Mr. Upal. Well, you don't have to be white to be a white supremacist. No. Or at least be, it, it's be been willing to. Time and time again. Or at least, if not to be a white supremacist, to have sit, sit somewhere in a corner, sat somewhere in a corner, taken your calculator, done the math, and having concluded for yourself that uh, your bread is best buttered helping people that would ultimately eliminate you if they got yes. the chance. And people do that all the time. See, by the time they get enough power to eliminate me, I'll be gone, so I've got mine anyway. Hey, I don't have to worry about it. Just like the environment stuff. I know we, we could do that climate change stuff right now, but by the time it hits, I'm going to be 80 or 90 or gone and let the kids deal with it. Oh, but we can't leave them debt though. Oh, those poor kids. We have to cut those taxes to not leave them debt. But pff, uh, environment, they'll deal with it. Nah, it's <laughs> problem, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> Please. The, the, 
I'm wearing the not impressed face a lot. Oh <laughs> like, my goodness gracious! Every damn day. Jeez. Every that's Lisa's line. I, I get that Lisa's yes. line every damn day, day. Day. It's just yeah. It's the other. It's the face I keep in a jar by the door. <laughs> my my line is, I'm exasperated all the damn time. Ah, <sighs> man. Jeez. All right. But I have oh. to show you. I have to show you this. You have you've not seen this, but I have to okay. show you this. I'll put it on the screen and then do the read in a second after you've had a chance to digest. It's another one of these. Oh my dear goodness gracious! Yeah. So this person, Tradcath HQ, is there's their name. They go at Flat Trads. I don't know if it's a person, a woman, or a man, or I have no idea. They tweeted, and this person just screen capped it. If men wanted to, all the women could be locked up and put away in baby-making farms, and there is nothing you could do about it. You owe to men any freedoms you possess. And, of course, the response to that from uh, Janelle Kamal at Very Bad Lama, begging dudes like this to realize that no-fault divorce and equal pay laws are the only reason that they don't know what coffee tastes like when it's sweetened with antifreeze. Uh-huh. Like that Eddie Murphy joke? You made me do that. Don't make me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I you're did right. make you do that. Why don't you just go to sleep? Go to sleep. <laughs> Why don't you just go to sleep? That's <laughs> like, yeah. you're scared when somebody tells you to get out of your own damn house and you leave. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now get out of my house. But it's my get out of my Okay, I'm going. <laughs> I love what Tavi G just put in the chat here. I try not to go in appearance, but Parker has a smugness that is nauseating. Mm-hmm. He is very convinced that he is right. That's the thing. He presents his alternative facts all the time. It, it, I like He's so hard done by the way he whined and cried. And oh my God, Daddy Trudeau treats me so bad. And of course, Max came armed with facts and destroyed every argument he had and then he's let's move on no i don't want to move on yep you don't have a fact yep and yep and the thing is that it seems to be a common theme that's going on these days for example the whole victimization right we got this one guy here on twitter at rich cooper women hate it when the government forced them to be mothers they only want the government to force men to be fathers that's don't be silly the government really wanted to force men to be fathers, Viagra and putting out would be mandatory. There'd be a prohibition on condoms and all of the birth control, and no one would be preaching abstinence as the solution. Exactly. Especially cross crusty old men. <laughs> and then the other one is maybe it's time to allow the people to not be controlled by the government when it comes to our CPP. Pierre Pulliver can go fuck himself and give me back the money that I have been maxing out since I was 18. It's like, don't be silly. People are not controlled by the government when it comes to our CPP. If they were, there'd exist no avenues but the CPP to save for retirement. Now that's control. And all of us would be hard-pressed solo to find a better plan or fund manager. Pierre can still go fuck himself, though. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's like, the government's controlling it. It's like, ah, I'm turn you. Like, you have a TFSA. You have your employer pension, if you have one. You can take your own money and buy GICs and stocks and bonds and create your, like, you have an RSP, really? The government, the C- government's controlled you with the CP. Really, you have no other options to plan for your retirement. Really, none. You're just controlled. Like the government wants to force men to have babies. Yeah, that's why he allows they allow you to have condoms. That's why you're allowed to say no when some, when a woman proposes sex to you, men, because the government's trying to force you to be fathers. You wouldn't have the right to say no if you were actually being forced. They'd tie you to a bed and they'd let a woman mount you. Yeah. It would be reversed handmaids. Yeah. Just don't be silly. Just stop. It's just silly. You sound silly. It's just not serious. Just it's just not serious. It's Canada. No one's trying to control you. No one's trying to dominate you. Because we're just all trying to live and let live. 
is. And for that well, to happen, it just can't always be about your thing all the time. Please. I think the vast majority of us are trying to live and let live. Really? And I take umbrage with the fact that when folks say people were forced to get vaccinated. No, no they, they were not. They were you presented were with choice. the consequences. In order for you to continue working at this establishment, you need to be vaccinated because you have to deal with the public. I don't want to get a vaccine. Then have a nice day. Then have a nice day. You can't work here, but there are plenty of other jobs in Canada which you can work and make a living with. And that's they the forced me to say. get it. No, no they, they did not. Nobody they held didn't. you down. Nobody stuck a needle in your arm. You had a choice. You made but I would the choice. Have lost, but I would have lost my job. Yeah, it was a job requirement. You no longer wanted to fulfill it. You didn't get it. But it's if you lost your job and you weren't allowed to work any other job whatsoever, mm. and there was no CERB or anything to help you subsist in the meantime, then yes, you were forced. That's right. But hey, like this, you're stocking shelves because you don't want to you don't want your vaccine, I'm sorry, you can't stock shelves because we still need to stock, stock, stock shelves and you're working in close proximity with other people. Clean houses. There are jobs available, but I like this job. I like my benefits. Okay. And the requirement for this job. But you don't you like them enough. <laughs> because you have to be vaccinated if you're going to work to the with the public. I want to go to the United States of America as a truck driver. Okay, get your vaccine. I don't want to get a vaccine. Then Talk you don't want it enough. Talk to Joe Biden. That's the he, thing you don't want. It, it, it's that joke, right? An old lady prays to God says, Lord, please. I, I'm an old woman and I'm near the end of my life. I've never had much luxuries. I, I, I would just like to be rich. Nothing happens. Goes back, Lord, I've, I, I, I've been a good Christian. I, I've donated. I've tithed. I've, I've tried to follow the good word. Why, why can't you help me out? Nothing third time oh lord what do i have to do i really need your help and all of a sudden the sky is open the beam of light comes down the clarions and the cherubs and miss johnson would you at least meet me halfway and buy a ticket yes yeah. see it's funny because it's true it's funny because it's true why can't i win the lottery Buy a maybe. damn ticket first, maybe. I just <sighs> people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta get going shortly. I have a really big uh, meeting. I gotta get into the office for. But before we do that, I'll give you a quick palate cleanse, and then, sir, I'll let you wrap it up. But All here's right. the palate cleanse because you're gonna love this, sir. You okay. are, as uh, you're going to love this is just a thing of glory. It's a panda <sighs> on a swing. Just chilling out, having a snack, checking out the sights, just completely relaxing. I'm like, look at who doesn't want to be that panda, right? Just sitting on a porch swing, effectively a porch swing, a chair swing, if you will. Chilling out, having a snack, just letting life happen. Is that not a thing of beauty? I don't know what else to describe. Let me do it like this. Let me do it like this. Oh, you'll appreciate this. Let me just do this. This is, I got to change mics for this. It's like, so here we have a beautiful panda on a swing, enjoying life, having a snack, letting the day go by. This is how life should be calm and chill. My life goal is to be like this panda. <laughs> that was well done, sir. Thank you. It was really well done. You, 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 your timing on that was impeccable. After all, you are a professional actor, so you know how to do those things, right? Panda and chill. I love it. Yes. Panda and chill. I think I'm going to make that the title of the episode. Alan, that is the title of the episode when we retitle it, Panda and Chill. I got to make a note. I got to make a note or else I will forget. Panda and Chill. I'm like, I don't think there's anything more descriptive or perfect than that. Who doesn't want to be a panda chilling on a swing? Yeah, just more bamboo, sir. Oh, I just couldn't. I'm full. Come back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back.
All right, kids, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. A bit of a lighter show for you today. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you. And because sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless and you are the priceless people from whom we want the words to come out. Please tell your peeps and poops all about us and to everyone else in our uh, monthly audience of 131,000 and counting. 132 and counting. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So please spread the word. <laughs> Thanks. And thanks for hey. coming out. Yeah. Yeah, really. If you would like to make sure that you do not miss an episode, and yes, we still know that we're behind, but we will get there. Trust me, it's just been busy weeks. Please go to our pod page sponsored by the Ray Girl. That's pod page with the p.com slash the true north eager beaver lowercase letters with the hyphen between each one of those words. And that's the way that you can make sure you do not miss an episode when it's fresh off of the bandwidth. It comes straight to you. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, it comes gaily forward to you. Apologies. I keep on making that mistake. Ah. ah. Uh, come on, man. We can't even talk straight. Let's be honest. He can, but we can't. <laughs> I just, um, I, I got nothing. I know. I'm just I chuckling. Know. I know. I, I, if you're new here, I'm a bit of a character. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you would. <laughs> if you would uh so yes uh that squeakly that's uh right under my chin right now that's where Ish. you go to subscribe to our uh, pod page and uh if you would like to encourage us to do more because we shake it for tips around here too yeah we have no pride no shame then you do that qr code by mr grizzly's head and that will bring us bring you to our coffee page that is coffee spelled ko-fi.com slash eager beaver lowercase letters and all one word. And that's where you will find the Eager Beaver Lodge Emergency Hydration Fund, where you can contribute to our chip jar and to make sure that we are able to hire our staff, Guinness and beer and hot chocolate and coffee to help us put this show together for you. And if you would like to help us out even more, we have a YouTube channel. Maybe you're on it right now and watching us. If you are, we have three buttons there, like, share, and subscribe. If you're familiar with our, uh, friend Kitty Lane, she always reminds us uh, to smash them. So if you could do that, we would really like that. And if you happen to be listening on Ask Apple Podcasts, stars and reviews, greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. From the Beaver Lodge, I believe that's it. This is your eager beaver saying it could be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and uh, gentle with yourself. And the uh, light has come up and yet it's going to be rained again today. <laughs> it's going to be overcast here. Yep, overcast and rainy. Yeah. All right, Mr. Grizzly, words of wisdom, please, sir. I'm struggling to find them because I just have the song Raise Your Glass by Pink in my head. Oh, love that song. Which, I mean, that's a kick-ass song. Come on, raise your glass. Forget about it. That's all I got in my head right now. So raise your glass, whether it's coffee, beer, water, whatever it is. Or the cup you're banging against the tin bars. <laughs> raise your glass mr grizzly please roll them credits okay just give me a sec till i find them because i don't have them on the screen here we go you are listening to a true north eager beaver media podcast the true north eager beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors the miss v mysteries from corvid moon publishing your source for science fiction fantasy and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Easter egg.
good news because uh, Eager Beaver Lodge Curling Report Update. This just in. The Open Doubles team of Mr. Beaver and his buddy, Celia, playing in A Division for only the second time in five years, finally won an A Division match because last time we played in A, we lost all of them. We are legit. Wow. Happy dance. All right, kids. I have something to add here. Oh, okay. Let me just share this photo with you. This is uh, currently Canada's own Maggie McNeil. Yes, 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 yes. That's a lot of hardware, man. <laughs> like, yep. That's got to be heavy on her neck. She's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven medals. Seven. Yep. At five least five of, of them are gold. gold. Yep. Makes Canadian history at the Pan Am Games. Yep. Magnificent Maggie McNeil. She yep. is just awesome. That was. And that's where I'm going to leave you. <laughs> yeah, I, I had that feeling when I went to the gay games in, in 1994. Like this, because of all the relays you get, you're walking around. It's such a good feeling. <laughs> Way to go, Maggie. Yay, Maggie. Have okay, guys. See ya. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.